Hello and welcome to Radio IAGP. This is your host, Implausibly Josh, or Josh, whatever you want to call me. And we're ready to get started. First things first, let's recap some games I've been playing. And really the only game I've been playing has been Pokemon Sword. That's it. It's the only game I've been playing. Uh, it's I've been trying to fill out my Pokedex before the new DLC areas come out. And that's been fun. It's been nice to try and catch those after work. You know, catch maybe five or six Pokemon and see what I can you know do with them. Uh, it's been neat. But let's go into the emails. Uh, you can email in at fanmail at implausiblyaverage.live or you can go to bit.ly slash radio IAGP, all one word, capital R, capital IAGP. Dent asks, what is your most anticipated release of 2020? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I think my most anticipated release is probably, hmm, I think it'd probably have to be Animal Crossing. Uh, I've been, I have an on again, off again relationship with the 3DS one. Um, not to say that that game is bad, but just that I'm bad at keeping track of my town and everything. And I think that it's a fantastic game, really good, relaxing game. My schedule doesn't seem to want to work with Animal Crossing that well. Um, you know, I, I get off really late. So by the time I'm ready to, uh, play Animal Crossing, sometimes those, uh, sometimes the stores are closed, you know, and sometimes things are, you know, a little harder to get to, but I am lucky in that I think I can get the most expensive or yeah, the most profitable bugs when I play at night. So that's good at least, but that then means I have to like really quick before work, go to retail or whoever and uh, make sure I can sell all that stuff out. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a fun game. I think it's really cool. I think that making taking the leap to like an island that you have a lot more control over the way everything looks, I think is very interesting. And I think it'll be cool to see what all that gameplay looks like when the game actually comes out. And I'm, I, yeah, I'm just very excited for it. It's another game that I think will get a lot of playtime on my Switch, you know, and that's really what I'm mostly into. Like I have, I have a PS4, I have a PC, but really the games that I'm almost always looking forward to are the Switch games because I think that that's where the highest chance of fun is, you know? Like I'll have a lot of games on PC and I'll play them for a little bit, like I'll install them, play them for a couple hours and then uninstall them, maybe come back to them again in a month or so. Whereas with uh, Switch games, I feel like I'm consistently always interested in. I'm always trying to come back to them you know, even if I'm not good at them, like I'm not good at Smash Brothers, for instance, but every time a character comes out, I'm always willing to, you know, go in and give that character a shot and make sure that I'm still, you know, able to do a handful of, you know, combos or whatever. And I think it's fun. So yeah, that's my most anticipated release of 2020. Orion says, hey, Josh, I find that I really like getting into a rhythm and doing things in video games that some might call monotonous, like grinding levels or breeding for shinies in Pokemon. Do you have things you enjoy in video games that others might call boring and repetitive? Yes, absolutely. And I think it's basically those two things. I think I really like grinding Pokemon, 
or like grinding levels rather. Uh, for instance, uh, there is a game for the 3DS called Bravely Default that actually had a very cool mechanic where you could basically auto battle a bunch. So uh, I would do that a lot. And there was a way for you to like combo bonuses. So they had like three levels of bonuses that gave you three, um, that gave you um, uh, multipliers for either your like job experience, your level experience, or your gold. And the more you did them uh, in a row, the better the, in the better the final uh, multiplier would be. And I think it was just like a three tier thing. So if you could, for instance, you know, let's say you. I think it was clear out the whole like enemies in one hit or like in one go and clear out the enemies without getting hit. And then there was a third one. But if you could clear out all the enemies without getting hit, then you were getting like a bonus to you. I think you're either your job experience or your level experience, I want to say. And um, yeah, it was very cool because you could just turn on the battle animations like four times. You could turn up the encounters a whole bunch whenever you wanted and then you could set up that auto battle or so you just wander around in a place with random encounters and then level up pretty quickly just to kind of grind some levels to make sure that you know the next boss fight wasn't too much of a pain in the butt or whatever and i i find that kind of interesting i find that kind of fun to do like set up those types of things where it's a little bit more hands-off so maybe i'm like watching a like i i guess the thing is like grinding levels in pokemon is a little bit not fun because there's a lot more there's a lot more hands on to it you know you, you it's really more monotonous in a way that like isn't fun especially in older games where it's just like everything feels kind of slow everything feels kind of like you know even in the newer games too to some extent sometimes it just feels like a, a slog to get through you know i think that some things make it a lot easier like grinding raid battles is really nice in the newest pokemon uh because you get those experience candies so the pokemon you're taking in doesn't necessarily have to get that experience it can be any other pokemon on your team that you would like to have that experience which i find really nice and then but like actually grinding levels in regular battles i think is not fun because it's just a little bit too hands-on for my liking whereas something like a bravely default i can just kind of run around, check on the screen every once in a while, but also be like paying more attention to a podcast or something, which I find to be a lot more enjoyable. Um, breeding Pokemon I find very fun too. Um, I think it's going to be a lot more fun for me personally when we get uh, Pokemon home uh, because really the big thing I like to do is grind a bunch of or breed a bunch of Pokemon that I think are neat. So starters, EVs, you know, stuff like that. Uh, now with Pokemon Sword, it's like, what is it, Toxels? I like breeding those and then surprise trading them out. And it's just seeing what I get from that. And I think that that's really fun. I like I like doing that. I like kind of setting that stuff up, you know. And I think once I get, once I get a full Pokedex, once I get the, like, Pokemon that I'm looking for to maybe start breeding for a more competitive scene or at least breeding for Battle Tower, I think that'll be even more fun for me. Um, but even as it stands right now, just like going in and giving a bunch of starters out to surprise trades is actually pretty fun for me. So yeah, thank you for the question, Orion. Matt Calder says, 
I just finished playing through the remaster of Shenmue 1. What struck me was how innovative so many of the mechanics were for the time, and how clearly it influenced the industry going forward, but how clearly of its time it still is. I enjoyed my time with it ultimately. It was more... Oh, sorry. I enjoyed my time with it ultimately. It was more frustrating at times because I'm used to more modern mechanics slash design ideas. What value do you think there is in going back and playing games like that? And are there other of their time games like Shenmue that are worth going back to and playing even today? Uh, thank you for the email, Matt. You should go check out Matt Calder at twitch.tv slash Matt Calder. Anyways, uh, I think that there is some worth going back to and playing those games. Uh, for instance, I, within maybe the last six months, played the original Doom for the first time after having played the newest Doom um, for a good long time and enjoying that. I was like, hey, I know that, you know, old Doom is something that's very influential and very cool and very neat, and I should give it a shot. It was really inexpensive on some website uh, for some Steam codes, and I was like, yeah, let's get this. Let's let's give this a shot. I've never played it. I might as well. Like I said, no, it's influential. Let's give it a shot. You know, I played it for a solid like, maybe two hours or so. It's pretty fun. I think it's um, definitely of its time because, you know, it has obviously influenced a bunch of stuff and mechanics uh, for those types of games have changed quite a bit. And um, I had a blast doing it. I think that for the most part, it would probably be better to just like watch a let's play, you know, for these games, unless you're like invested in the genre that maybe it was influenced by. So for instance, I like shooters. So yeah, I'm going to play Doom because I think that that's neat. Um, for me personally, nothing about Shenmue is interesting. Like, I don't know, like, I know that it's influential and I know that it's like an important game and that it's got some some fans and that it's very interesting, but I'd much rather play or I'd much rather watch uh, someone like like Giant Bomb play Shenmue, you know, uh, now, because that's something where the team of people are people who are well versed in games and especially games in a more historical context. And I'm not interested in actually like playing the game. So watching someone else play it will give me the exact same uh, benefit for me personally. Like I don't need, I don't need to play that game. I can just watch someone else play it and enjoy it through them, hopefully. Um, and I think that that's also like valid when it comes to enjoying these older games. I think that sometimes just watching them is, is good enough. And like having that base your decision off of like, if you actually want to go seek out these games and play them, like, I don't know. I, I I think that there are like oh for instance like Crackdown. Uh, I don't think Crackdown's like a very good game. Um, I think it's very much of its time. I think that it's definitely influential, but you know I I got an Xbox 360 uh, on sale forever ago, like well after the 360 had stopped. You know now it's a used console <laughs> and not a modern console. Um, I got it on sale. I got Crackdown and Crackdown 2, and I got a handful of other games, like Dragon's Dogma again, because that's a game that I will own several copies of uh, on several systems. Um, but yeah, I, I got to Crackdown, and it's fun. 
Uh, it's interesting, but I honestly could have just watched someone in that same year play that game as like a retrospective, and that would have been fine. Not like a video essay retrospective. I'm talking like just someone playing this game again, or maybe for the first time with someone who's played it again, or something like that, or who's played it previously. Something like that. I think that's almost more worthwhile than seeking out a system that you didn't own, then seeking out this game you didn't own, and then, you know, trying to play that. I I think that it's probably more interesting or more beneficial to more people to just watch someone play. You know, obviously, you then have to sift through which YouTubers or Let's Players or whoever you actually enjoy watching but you know that's a discussion for a different time i guess brysic asks sega tried it with shadow and people are still talking about it what video game character would be cooler if they used a gun absolutely it would be isabel from animal crossing they're releasing on the same day as doom eternal i think maybe still who knows i don't remember which game got delayed again um but that's it they're teasing it they're wanting it they want to give isabel a gun Tom Nook, on the other hand, does not deserve a gun. Dent asks, What video game have you invested the most time and or energy into while not enjoying the experience, and why? That would have to be a little game for the PS4 called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Eyes of Heaven. It is a game that sucks. It is not very fun. It is another one of those anime anime arena brawlers, and I don't think it's very good. I don't think it captures, like, the idea of using, you know, stands or anything. I just don't think it's very fun. And um, the only thing that's very interesting about it is, like, everything has a very good look to it. Uh, You know, kind of a combination between what things looked like in the manga and what things looked like in the anime up to that point. But at the same time... Oh, and you get a lot of uh, anime voices, which is very cool. But JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is a manga that spans like multiple parts. And I think at the time of the game's release, they had gotten up to part four. Or I'm sorry, maybe part three. So they only had anime voices up to part three. Everything else kind of had to be guessed at as to what those voices would be. And I think that's cool. I think that's neat. Um, same with like the look. You know, they only had the anime up to part, you know, three. So some things look kind of like the anime more than the manga, and then other things look more like the manga than than an anime would. And I think that that's neat. But overall, the gameplay experience is awful. Uh, I think that the story is very interesting, which is what kind of kept me going, was that I think the story was very neat. I think that having this story where all these characters who would never meet you know, under normal circumstances, actually get a chance to interact with each other and have these fun interactions with each other on top of that, I think is very cool. And having like some gameplay affect stuff like that. So, you know, even characters who didn't really interact meaningfully um, at these time periods together um, will have these very cool, like, special moves that they'll do together and i think that that's cool but they just didn't do enough of it especially gameplay wise and it's a like i said it's a anime arena fighter 
so it's it just sucks gameplay wise like nothing is fun about playing the game it's just mashing buttons it's mashing like one or two buttons and then holding down r1 or r2 and then pressing another button at the end of your previous button mashing of one or two buttons and it's not very fun um but it's jojo's bizarre adventure so like it's like that and dragon ball z are the things that you know i'm a sucker for and will invest some time into even if the gameplay experiences are not very fun and that is like a testament to that being a truth for me is that i spent a lot of time on those games and they are just not very fun and i probably could have spent my time just writing fan fiction of the same thing or watching a gameplay video or watching one of those um like those youtube channels that will cut out all of the like will cut just the um cut and present just the cutscenes. Like I should have just done that, honestly. But what can you do? Maybe next time I won't sink like 20 hours into a video game that sucks. But not this time. And that's it. That is our show. Thank you so much for uh, well, I almost said watching, but actually I meant listening. So thank you so much for listening. Again, you can always email in at fanmail at implausiblyaverage.live or go to bit.ly slash Radio IAGP, all one word, capital R, capital IAGP. Thanks again so much for listening. Please send those emails in, and I will catch you all next time. That's right, boys. Mondo cool.